Bournemouth Beach. What are we saying? The cherries. Why are we always starting on a bad note? This podcast every <laughs> you know, week a bad man note. Like billing, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he's building up spice against Arsenal. Scored in nine seconds. That's it. You know, but man built mm-hmm. the real thing against Liverpool. Had a good time. <laughs> this feels a long day, man. Speak. I. How, how do I? How do I even start with this? <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool are the only team that I know that can go top of the world, you know, beat one of the best playing performing teams in the Prem and lose against Bournemouth. I, Bournemouth I, sort of like, I know another team have. just like you, man. <laughs> I know go another on. team. Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> mate. Yeah. That is true. They could go from true. beating Man City to getting knocked out of the FA Cup by Sheffield mm-hmm. United. Mm-hmm. My, my my issue is is that it it must be a mentality thing. This is the sort of result that I was used to seeing when I was growing up, where at uh, cool we can snatch a great result against Chelsea, snatch a result against Arsenal, United, and it's just be dropping points like silly points. And I think Trent came out in an interview and was just like, "Well, it's just not up for it." Well, I don't know what he actually said. I have to find it, but I, I don't know like why we get so complacent. Open. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the complacency and thinking, oh, because we beat United seven 0 we're probably going to beat everyone else at two, three, four 0 Do you know what? And um, what did you think about what um someone was saying in the chat about um Liverpool, like them players having won everything? Why would they want to turn up for Bournemouth away? That is, I don't agree. That's nonsense because Liverpool's (laughs) position throughout the whole season. Yeah, they want to they want to get into Champions League positions, right? So we're, we're desperate stuff. for Champions League, bro. I think, I think we've just been so inconsistent this season. I think we play two two young players in the midfield with Fabinho, who's been out of form mostly this season. Who was that? It's not. Uh, I think we played Harvey Elliott and is it Bajic? Okay, have you said with Fabinho and um. It's not it's not the combination I would have went with. I think Javier looks actually really good in terms of his pressing. He's quite clean on the ball, he's quite technical. And Bajatic is his tackling and his ball movement is actually fantastic. But I would pair one of those youth players with Henderson, if that makes sense. So you've got that mix of youth and experience. Having two youth players and, and Fabinho is it's just not the wrong thing. But and Salah missing that pen. But I, I Fabinho is supposed to be experienced. He is, but I don't know. He's he's either lost his legs or he's lost his head this season. But it's just been long for him in the midfield this year. And that that might be an area that we have to look at getting um back up for. I don't think his time's done because he's been one of our best players over the past three four years. But well, I might think, be a, a cook replacement available in summer. You know, or at least the rivals, hmm. or maybe Chelsea. even um, nah, Kante, bro. That's true. Bro, I'll take it for a season. That guy's just a a minor upgrade on Golo... or Brighton. Man, just... wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't that. skip past that. Don't skip past that. He just said that man is a minor upgrade to yeah. Naby Keita. Ain't Golo... Nah, Ain't you can't say that. Bro. You can't say that. Kante's a legend. Well, 
Bro, nah, he is. Mad. I'm mad. not talking about their career. I'm just right now. They're both just injury prone. Like, when was the last time you actually saw? Um, yeah, he couldn't even tie his boots. I mean, you know, I, I don't even have much to say about that. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, honestly, like, we we don't need <laughs> we we don't need another player who's just going to spend more time on the medical bench than actually on the field. We really got Thiago. We've already got Oxlade Chamberlain. Navigate, we don't need to know. Oxlade Chamberlain, bro. That's it, Oxlade Chamberlain. It's 2023. Man said, We have Oxlade Chamberlain, bro, with his chest. You, you might as well start talking about Rizisky and them, man. <laughs> wait, wait, how, hey. how many premises does Ox have? Huh? How many premises does Ox have? How many career pe- appearances does he have? <laughs> hey, he's, he's got enough. No, he's he, got don't. Enough. He, he don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't this man's won. This man's won everything in football that you can win in England. You know? Yeah, sit, sit, sit on the bench. He's, he's won more than at Liverpool than he would have done at your club. Just remember that. Nah, just remember that. What now? At the time. What today? You lot in the you lot in the champs this season, yeah? But Wednesday football. Well, no, but who, well, let, me, let me ask you a question. Who got the better deal out of that deal? Arsenal or Liverpool? Because I would say comfortably Arsenal got the better 100% deal. Hundred percent Arsenal. I don't know, man. Bro, Are check his career clutch... appearances. Does he's he even have a hundred appearances for you? Answer this question. Does he have a hundred Liverpool appearances? You ask that question. <laughs> I don't even know if he's got that. You know, he's like, you don't know. Fifties or sixties, bro. Like... So you, exactly. So nah, he ain't worth. He ain't worth the bread that you man paid. Well, that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. The the point is, we don't need more injury prone players. And right, whilst now. Navigator is nowhere near the quality of N'Golo Kante. We need to offer actual, a proper, uh, sort of like rival, not a rival, what's the word I'm looking for? Right like competition position. for Fabinho. Yeah, that for that position. Go grab a Caicedo or grab a um, exactly. Paulinho. No, it wouldn't even them. be by chance. Wouldn't no, that's you getting better than. Would you take, um, <laughs> would you take Simeone? If he was available in the summer. Wait, wait, wait. What? That is drastic. No way. No really? way. I... No. Simone at uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, that's, nah, that's, like... the, that's the man's for that three seasons, man. <laughs> that's a whole cult- <laughs> culture change, bro. Like, bro, he, he might have more luck at nah, Spurs, bro. bro. Part of the bus football. Nah. All right, we'll take South Chelsea. Like, no, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. No way. No, you know it is. I can't stand Simeone on a Yeah, but don't, don't, like, don't lie to yourself. <laughs> I know you can't stand Simeone, but don't ever lie to yourself. That's a self <laughs> Don't ever lie to yourself. But no, nah, Simeone, he, he just has a this way of just rubbing you up the wrong way, man. He just gets under your skin. Yeah, like, but if he's your manager, he would be getting under your yeah, skin exactly. unless you're playing shit. Yeah, it's true, but. Nah, I don't think it's time for Klopp to go there. It's not. I think I think he has. He's got it in him to actually like help this team sort of resurge and challenge for the top top trophies again. We just need really good investment in that midfield. Mm. I think we'll be alright. But let's talk about a team who actually did play well this weekend. We have to give him credit. Man United. <laughs> <laughs> the best CDM in the league, man. Come on. 
<laughs> Let's talk about that. Oh, hey, I was watching so many videos of United fans crying about that challenge. Now, in all in all honesty, do you think that was a record? Yep. Stingy's paying it. Studs it up. It has to be. Catches the catches the man, whether he's scraped or not, he's dangerous playing it. So yep. by the letter of the law, it's a record. I don't know why United fans are complaining. It was a stupid challenge. I think it was because of the consistency. Because wasn't that referee and like didn't he like not give a foul or a yellow card for a similar challenge like the day before? That happens to us every week, bro. Yeah, I do hear that. I do I hear have that, no bro. sympathy. This happens yeah. to us every I week. Have, I don't have much sympathy because it happens to a lot of teams, mm. you know what I mean? That um, the penalty that you man got last week against Bournemouth, we had about four of them. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So nah, that I'm is not, true. That is true. Yeah, I'm not really. I don't really feel any sympathy towards United, but it's a record. It was a stupid challenge. Yeah, United, no United that. fan can tell me it's not a stupid challenge. It's a stupid challenge. Mm. He should have made you that challenge. End, so you could end a man's career with a challenge like that. Experienced exactly. player as well. He should yeah. know better. And people want to say he's the best DM in the league. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Party something else, man. Party nah, something else. he's been playing well, man. Let's not let's not rub out everything he's doing. Well, Casemiro. Been... No, I'm not rubbing him out, but he's not the best DM in the league. Yeah. You know, fancy to relax. Yeah. He's not the best. Do you, do you know what? Do though, you yeah? think it was worth a four match ban? Though? Was it four matches? It's yeah, four no, matches, but that's bro. because he's business. He got um set off the other day, isn't it? That's why. Oh, oh my god. Remember you done the Undertaker thing? Man grab man by the neck, tumbled chokes um... You're right. You're I've right. Never I never heard of someone getting a full match ban, you know. That is ill discipline. Yeah, because he, he keeps getting and don't forget he picked up um a yellow card against bloody Crystal Palace as well that got him suspended against Arsenal. So he's been booked yes, a lot in it. So that's is. why that's yeah. why he's been given a full match ban. That the accumulation so this is consistent mm. whereas party hey that don't happen on the pitch I'm saying and <laughs> yeah oh, 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 the oh, okay. off, off the pitch he, I don't yeah. he, whether he's been given the red card off the pitch or not I, I don't know I'll leave that to VAR but on the pitch remember the kids remember the kids <laughs> yeah, on the pitch that brother does his job yeah nah thanks for best thanks. DM in the league this season yeah. So, John, it is here for me. I think people are comparing partying and Casemiro wrong because whenever people say that party's the best DM in the league, people are like, oh, but Casemiro's done this, Casemiro's this. Casemiro it will obviously go down in history as the better player, the more accomplished player. But mm. this season, Thomas Party has played better. I think Arsenal's so think... just played better in general. Yeah, uh, controversial, I think. And I and I don't mean this to disrespect Thomas Party. Like, believe me, I don't. I think Casemiro would be playing as well as Thomas Party if he was in the Arsenal squad. He wouldn't because see I us. think um, nah, he's adaptable because remember he is a highly technical player. Like you, you don't play for Real Madrid and not be technical. We don't need that but, as much though. We need the legs. But what I mean is though is that with Arsenal, and I, I was actually thinking about this the other day because I was looking at your squad, and I'm like, especially when you look. What was the score for against Fulham? Was it 3-0? 3-0, yeah. I was sitting back and I was thinking, this Arsenal team is playing fantastic. And I was like, what is it? Because if I look at you, your team player for player, I wouldn't necessarily say you have the best team in the league. I wouldn't even say you have the second best team in the league. Maybe not even the third best team in the league. But you know what it is? Right. I have to give Arteta full credit. The style of football, when people put their egos aside, 
they invest in the style of football. They keep their football simple, you know, stick to the fundamentals. You lot can absolutely devastate not just English football, but European football. Like, but, let me stop praising Arsenal. I feel, I feel <laughs> dirty. I feel dirty, bro. Nah, uh, Ted is doing his thing. Um, that's what I can say, man. He's doing his thing. Yeah. You have to big him up, you know? Do you know what? Games to go. Yeah, for real. And like, like for me, like I was watching the Champions League when PSG knocked out Bayern. I was watching all of the teams, and obviously, I'm not saying that Arsenal just walk in and and like and like do a madness. But most of the teams that I watched, Arsenal would win. And I think against that Bayern team, we would have given them a much better game than PSG. Yeah, yeah. but I don't rate PSG football though. Yeah, they're not trying to play football them. manager. Yeah, exactly. They try to play football manager, and it's all cup like coming apart and people want to say oh but they can't match with this team or that team bro do you know how many millions they've spent in every single position yeah. they've got no philosophy that's the issue they just spend money and you know pray that's it and hope for the best but there's no right. philosophy so shit no. but you know with um, sure. you know with Man United to finish on that I think even though they had a red card a lot of the Man United fans are hiding behind that that red card yeah, because the thing is, yeah, if Arsenal went red, got a red card, people would say, okay, now we're gonna see if 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 Arsenal can be champions. And then if we drew, they would say, oh, that's why Arsenal are gonna bottle it. These men are meant to be title contenders, and you're playing what eighteenth Southampton. You man need need to pull through that, and you're playing at home. You got a win there. No. Sorry, I can't. Lie, I can't. I, I, they got a win at home, but I can't. I, I'm not gonna get up to them for drawing Southampton, only because simply we done the same thing early this season. Away though, it was it, yeah, it was away, but um, we did the same thing. I'm gonna cast them more on their performance because, to be honest, Southampton should have won the game. Yeah, the United fans also they got robbed of the penalty. Walker, as I it. said, we should have had four of them against buddies and Bournemouth. I'm not even going to go into penalties. Yeah, based on the performance of that game, yeah, United should have lost. They got they got very lucky to get out of the game nil nil. So I, I don't I don't get all this moaning from United fans. If anything, need to focus on their players and their manager because right now you man are not playing well. That seven yeah. was rattled you man. You know what I mean. <sighs> It's rattled them. They I, think what the European League win does revive them. No, the seven nils rattled them. And as for the mm. seven nils, the seven nils gassed you man too much as well. Seven the seven nils done both your teams dirty. Oh yeah, they they won in the Europa League. Was it you lot that drew two? We drew yeah. two, yeah. It was good. Ah, okay, okay. No problem. But yeah, no, with United, I don't know. I think that seven nil is gonna be a defining part of their season. I think we, we ended that title chase. For them, yeah, they thought they had an outside chance. That's like, no, you don't. Well, Bro, they, they, have no, they, they had no chance. Let's be real. They signed Weghorst <laughs> in January. He won't he won't take it up to the title. Nah, he won't. Yeah, won't. let's be real. Rashford would have to do a madness for the whole of the rest of the season for them to even have a chance. It's not happening. Yeah, they, they first need Sancho to start showing up. Bro, they need the whole team to... I can't even just sing that. Sancho, they need the whole team to show up because right now, they have a good chance. If they continue, if they lose a few more games, bro, bro, they could be competing for top four. That is true. Not real talk. So they, they, they need to start finding form, you know? Mm. Do you know what, man? Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Casemiro and, and Pogba next to each other. 
That would have been crazy. I, I I don't think that would be a good midfield. Do you think so? No. What are uh, Pogba, Bruno, and Casemiro? Yeah. I don't think that, too too much I drama. Think that could have worked. Too yeah. much drama. <laughs> too much drama. I'm, I'm telling you, too, look at each player individually. You're telling me that's not too much drama for one midfield. <laughs> We've got Jacker. That that's enough. You, Every you, three midfields, that Rickard. is too much drama. Mr. Record, Mr. Bruno Ball, and then Mr. wants to dribble past everyone. And nah, that's true, you know. Mr. Juju. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Juju. Bro. No, that's too. No, I don't think that would that would be a good midfield for United. And as, the, as for your Casemiro playing Arsenal, yeah, he, I think he would play better Arsenal than he would at United right now. But mm. it's still within the temperament of Casemiro to pick up a stupid record. That is true. And he probably would have done it for us as well. So, And we need him every game. You know what I mean? So, to me, this season, Pite has been the better DM. You know? But yeah. you know, there's 11 games nah. to go. But obviously... You know, Cas- Casemiro only gets to play seven of them. So... <laughs> That's mad. But um, if that talking about Arsenal though, I knew Trussard was good, but damn, he's really pulled through. Big him up, Mikhail Mudrik. Thank you. Wrong performance. Yeah, Mikhail Mudrik. Thank you. Thank you for signing for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, for real. Thank you. You saved us seventy million. Don't, don't don't do that. You might go down <laughs> as an Arsenal legend. Don't do Trust that. Me, yeah, it's true. Like, you know, didn't want him. I don't want him no more. Yeah. <laughs> Trust it's, it's a great signing. It's the 14th of March. January was two months ago. I don't want the brother no more. So that's, that speaks volumes about Trussard. Speaks volumes. Man's come to Arsenal and he's fitting in like a glove. Yeah. Like real. a glove. That's true. Impact. 21 million. <laughs> it was domination, man. The whole game. It's like, after... After people were talking about the game like it was easy, normal Arsenal, let's not get it twisted, bro. That whole Saturday night, people were like, oh, City, two points now, putting pressure on Arsenal. Champion performance when they went to Crystal Palace. Everyone was saying that Arsenal were going to draw or lose. If if you go on YouTube, everyone that was watching it live, everyone was saying Fulham are up for this game. And the way Arsenal bodied that in the first half deserves a lot of credit, bro, because there was a lot of pressure on them, man, there to come out and mm-hmm. put on something. And if people weren't saying that Arsenal going to win, they were saying it's going to be a tight game. Fulham's a very tough place to go. But afterwards, everyone was saying, oh, Fulham, shit. Do you know what I mean? Come on, bro. Everyone's saying... Even the goalposts and that. Exactly. Yeah. Let's Fulham be real. F- F- Fulham haven't Wait. lost by more than one goal at home this whole season. That's it. That's true. Yeah. And we've gone there and blitzed them 3 0 in 45 minutes. Lucky it's not 4 0 where the goal is allowed. Exactly. People need mm. to respect it more. Facts, bro. These results make you champion, you know what I mean? So That's it. And also, that- we've gone to um all London grounds this season away and not conceding one goal. Yeah. That's an actual stat. That's an actual stat. Fair play to you lot. So, when they talk about the pride of London, if they're not talking about Arsenal, they're not talking facts. Exactly. The best team in London by far right now. Talking about teams in London, let's talk about that 3-1 result by Spurs. Harry Kane gets two goals. Uh, 20 goals in the league. Let's move on. (laughs) I thought you were talking about Chelsea. Listen, give, give, Give Spurs their credit. That was the most actually... irrelevant result of the weekend. It was just like no one cared when about they lost that. the Wolves. 
Are we going to talk about Mr. 28 goals in 26 appearances? Is that he has 12 goals to score four goals to reach the record for the most goals in the Premier League? Deep it. Second place, man. <laughs> You're mocking up, bro. I can't lie, bro. He's, he's, he's lucky you scored on the weekend, bro. At least he had to give, him, give away that stupid penalty because he, he's like, bro, he's been missing cities recently, you know. A few. He's, well, he missed well, one like against every... um Northern Forest. When they yeah. yeah, and he missed one to, uh, um against Palace. But what strikers go through that? No, but he's missed it. two in like two three games, bro. Like that's what I like him. He's, he's kind of going through a drought, but he's still scoring. But I feel um, like imagine, imagine going through a drought, you still have twenty eight goals. That's <laughs> that's mad. <laughs> yeah, that it. is crazy. You know, do you know how much that hurts me? He can afford to. This man might not just, yeah, he's but he might not just crack the record for the amount of goals in a thirty-eight Premier League um game season. He could crack the record, which is thirty-four goals, in a forty-two game Premier League or like Division One thing. We're we're talking about crazy numbers. But he won't do it again. He's definitely got seven or eight more goals in him this season. Oh, definitely. I think. Well, he just needs three games. You can get three at tricks. Like, we know what Harlan can do. But I just feel like, you know, next season be very different. Because I feel like teams will, you know, know how to manage him a bit different, you know? Of course. So I don't feel like he'll get as much goals next season. But um, see, he's got a lot of games coming up, you know? And yeah. hopefully, you know, it'll impact their prem run, you know? And hopefully, you know, some teams can do us some favours. That is, that is true. Could happen. Yeah, I think these these last ten games is just gonna be crazy, man. Because both of us have to go to Anfield. I think. Do you see you go Anfield still? No, I think no we have to go to the Etihad. Yeah. Okay, but see, you see, you got a lot of tough home games. Yeah, they have they have some tough games. Arsenal have some tough games, and honestly, just no one knows any like anyone that's saying, "Oh, this team's definitely gonna win." They don't know what they're talking about because yeah, there's so there's so many tough games, bro. And whoever wins it will deserve mm. to win it like through and through, bro. Like that means they have gone through the shit to get to that prem. Like if Arsenal win it, bro. No one can say it was an easy season because teams dropped off and no, bro. There's a lot of tough games. If Arsenal win it, bro, it is well-deserved. If City win it, it is well-deserved, fam. It's going to be a tough last 11, 10 games, whatever it is. Well, I've got to say, if, if you've got a result to part the boss tactics, do it. Do it, <laughs> For do real. it. If you, do, yeah, go to Anfield. Did, Holding on every game. Yeah, get a, get a draw at Anfield, yeah. Because yeah. I know these men are gonna try to turn up against us. Oh, so, oh yo, oh, we're still about, you know. Hopefully, you, you can put these men in their place. Nah, we're, listen, we're not going down yeah. to seven now. So you need to relax. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not seven, but we're, nah, we're not. We're not even holding four. Yeah, we're not <laughs> even holding four against you, man. I'll be real. The maximum might score is three, but then we'll just score two. Yeah, like it's gonna be a tight game. It will be a close game. It will be a tight game, just like how it was at the Emirates. Mm. You know. Yeah. But, no, we need that. to go there and not lose. Yeah, just, you know, pick up a mm. point, I'd be happy. A W, I'd be ecstatic. Mm. 100%. One team that is definitely ecstatic over there, their win is going to be Everton. Finally getting a win, 1-0 against Brentford. We have to talk about Chelsea first, surely. 
Oh, we could just skip past his Everton. We could just skip past his Everton <laughs> result to be honest, because Ever- Everton are just he gives a fuck. I can't oh, believe sorry, Chelsea beat Dortmund. <laughs> we'll, we'll see him in the uh, in the championship next season. Oh, when's the championship, bro? What did you think about Chelsea beating Dortmund, though? Chelsea should oh, beat Dortmund. Uh, nah, Dortmund are one of the one of the best clubs in Europe right now. In in Germany, in in Germany, they, they are in, Ge- but... in Germany. But Chelsea, if you look at Chelsea's squad, you look at Dortmund's squad. Chelsea should be beating Dortmund. It should be. So I, I heard Benham's interview about the quality of the referee in that match. Oh, yeah, it was poor. It was poor. Absolutely horrendous. Bro. And like, it's, it seems to be a trend around Europe. I, you know what? Sorry, bypass Chelsea. Bypass everything. The biggest news to come out about officiating in Europe, Barcelona. Give us our oh, Champions League. They're back. Re- they already got banned from the um from the summer transfer window, and now they've been done for corruption with referees. I can't believe them man are match fixing, bro. Like, bro, we mean you can't. I'm not sure. You believe it? You know, bro. We I'm not sure. But Van Persie got set off. At, I know at that was crazy. Pierre, mm. for kicking the ball. Yeah, that was crazy. I. It's just I like it's like someone played their whole career from 2002, 2006, whenever they started and ended their career. And to know you lost games against a team that was paying the ref and you, and like, you can never play that game again. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's, that's every crazy. single, every single achievement that Barcelona squad got, including Messi, you just got a question all of it. Nah, let's not do and that. Like, let's not do that. I'm just saying like every title now, just has an asterisk. Next no, no, to let's it, let's it? not do that. I'm just I've... saying. So without the corruption, I'm just saying certain other teams, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, uh should have got a lot more. They was paying them too. Affected. They was paying them as well, fam. Yeah, I don't have any sympathy for Real Madrid. However, if don't get twisted, if depends how deep lying this is. If this goes back years, 2006. Bro, it's a bit... Is it you, 2006? 2006? Yeah, to no, 2019, bro. It goes back yeah, to 2002. Yeah, yeah. I swear. 2002? Yes, yes. Right. If it's yes, 02, yeah, I can't, I can't lie. We need that to be back, back in 06. Facts, bro. If this is uh, true, that man need to be liquidated. Yep. First, you that, first that London Juve club to win the Champions League. Taken down two divisions, fine, ban from everything. That's what they need, bro. Yeah, it's mad. It has been absolutely insane. That can't run. Them and yeah. But literally, but still, who else played? I don't think anyone else that we haven't touched on. Obviously, Chelsea. Oh, yeah, lastly, what did you think of um Chilwell scoring and then um celebrating in front of the Leicester fans? Well, he pays for Chelsea, so he's a mug, and then he, you know, a mug does muggy things, isn't it? <laughs> that is actually that is true. <laughs> a mug does, you know, that is the title of this podcast. A mug muggy, muggy, muggy things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, besides that, there's not really, really much else. Really, there wasn't any mad things that happened. To be honest, mm. well, so yeah, just what, you know what, Newcastle got their first win in a while. Oh yeah, Maybe Newcastle starting to score again. That was a good game. Yeah, I I'm still happy don't think they're not, it's enough. I'm happy they're not getting top four. So am I. Yeah, it'll, it'll be embarrassment here. They'll, pre- they'll prepare to spend some money. You thought Chelsea were bad? 
mm. big money as well. Newcastle gets going, they're, they're going to be one of the powerhouses. Man. Right, it's long. But they still need to fix their scoring record because I think that's going to hurt them towards the end of the season. They're just not scoring anywhere near as many goals as they were earlier. Yeah. But, you know, it is only Wolves. I don't rate Wolves that much. And, you know, it was a result to be expected. To be yeah. Maybe Newcastle um, should go and grab Harry Kane. They're generally good. I was thinking, though, yeah, like, because everyone's saying Kane to Man United. And then I was thinking, which other team suits him best? Obviously, he can't really go Chelsea because of the Chelsea-Tottenham thing. And there's actually one team that people are sleeping on. What about Kane to Liverpool? Nah, nah. Nunes playing out left. Kane down the middle. Firmino role. If Kane goes Liverpool... Firmino it's, it's the end of Nunes. It's the end of Nunes. And then Jota, I don't even know where he will get. But yeah, I guess it's just Chelsea then, outside of that. And and I wouldn't be shocked if he went there, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked. There's no way that in God's you know Daniel Levy is going to sell Harry Kane to Chelsea. <laughs> no, you know where he could go? Newcastle. They need oh, goals. That's the place you should Newcastle, go. Newcastle can invest. Go and break Alan Shearer's record at Newcastle. And that would just be ridiculous. That would be, oh my gosh, the stories that will come out. If this guy's did. messed up, man. He should have just gone to see. <laughs> I don't want to see him go to go to Bayern and all that, bro. This guy needs to break that Premier League. Uh, I don't mind if he goes to Bayern. I, I don't mind. Because he won the trophy. He's guaranteed. Facts. But goes... no, I actually want to see my Newcastle. Bro. I want to. I want to see how. If he goes Man United, though, that's a good team Tottenham. next year. <laughs> Wait, what about United? If Kane goes goes Man United, that's a good team next year, though. It would be, but they still need a new right winger because they ain't got one. They that's still it. need. Then man need that two midfielders. <laughs> they need two midfielders. They need need another a right goalkeeper, back. a right a left back, back. A, stri- a striker. Yeah. Actually, no, the whole thing. fucking eleven, mate. So let's say that's the second time. <laughs> they need, <laughs> the, they need they, the whole eleven. <laughs> they need the yeah cover on their left wing. But it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Lastly, we need to talk about the biggest thing that happened in football outside of well, in English football. Gary Lineker. I don't even know what he said. You know, oh, I don't know what he said. The one on BBC are cheeky. Them mm. are cheeky. So just. Just to summarise, um, not to make this too political, let me actually find the story. Essentially, I think our Prime Minister said something about refugees coming into Yeah, stopping England. the boats. We have some policy, something like that. And Gary Lincoln, on his personal Twitter account, basically said that the rhetoric and the language used to describe the immigrant or the refugees coming over resembles that of Nazi Germany. And the BBC asked him to step away from his role as presenter because they probably saw that, oh, he represents sort of like he's the face of match of the day. And BBC being a, in quotation marks, um, what do you call it? A political uh, company can't have political views shown. But my issue with that is... They, they were doing do that in the World Cup, to, though. They're doing it in the World Cup with Qatar. 
they pick and choose whenever they want to make a political stance or not. And I thought it was quite distasteful the way that they did the whole thing. I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. Yeah, I think that um, they can't they can't pick and choose when they want to have a opinion on it. Do you know what I mean? And like the thing is, if Gary Neville come out on match of the day, like, and he was saying, by the way, I don't think that the government should stop the boats. Then fair enough, you're on your you're on your match of the day in it. But he's he's doing this on his own Twitter account, and I think all of that stuff about the World Cup. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't just suddenly come out and then say, "Oh, man, can't say this about the UK government, bro." It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Censorship. Oh, oh, here's an here's an update <clears throat> that came out. I think an hour ago, Gary Lineker will return as match of the day host after he was he taken off air. Yep, over his tweets criticizing the government's migration policy. Uh, it's BBC embarrassing director... for them. Mm, nah, they had no chase. They had no yeah. chase, mate. They have their viewerships and how all of the other pundits just pulled out. I think yeah. they had like a proper shortage of workers. Yeah, it's bad. Um, do you even have commentators, uh, mate? There you go. Imagine doing, doing a show with nothing, bro. No commentators. No one else. I, think, I think it was just highlights. It was just highlights. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, let me quickly just read the story for anyone who doesn't or isn't aware. BBC Director uh, General Tim Davey apologised for the episode and announced an independent review into its social media usage guidelines. In a statement... Mr. Davey said, everyone recognises this has been a difficult period for staff, contributors, presenters, and most importantly, our audience. So I think he made an apology about that. And then, I think the BBC released what their guidelines are. Let me find it. Okay, the BBC guidelines. Gary Lineker signed a five-year deal with the BBC in 2020 under which he agreed to adhere to the updated impartiality rules. The rules for news and current affairs journalists are very strict, with their personal accounts treated as if they are part of the BBC's output. Because Nunica works in the sports department, he has more freedom to express his own opinion, but under the guidelines, he must still avoid bringing the BBC into disrepute. The BBC guidelines also states that also others who are not journalists are involved in factual programming, who nevertheless have an additional responsibility to the BBC because of their profile on the BBC. We expect these individuals to avoid taking sides on party political issues or political controversies and to take care when addressing public policy matters. See, I, I don't agree with that because the BBC broadcasts news to the nation, isn't it? So if there's any issues within the BBC, it should be broadcasted. You know what I mean? True, true. Because the business that you know BBC conducts, but it is what this, it is. This raises uh I think a larger debate, which we'll just touch on and maybe address in future podcasts. Do you think sports like sportsmen or women or any individuals in the realms of sport should have not have a public opinion, but should speak about these topics in detail? If they would like to, why not? If everyday Joe Bloss can do it, why can't somebody who's a bit more famous do it? Whether anybody wants to agree with them or not, Mm. you know, 
the space for people to be educated, you know, or if they're speaking the truth, you know, other people can agree with their opinion. But to me, everybody, you know, is entitled to their opinion. Okay. And they're entitled to their consequence of their opinion as well. So I agree. I agree. I think the biggest issue comes when, I guess, let's say like a football club or a huge presenter or a show decides to pick one side of the political party. I guess just to play devil's advocate, people may feel like they're alienating anyone who might have an opposing view. And it's like, maybe they feel like they're not welcome to watch their show because they felt looked down upon by the people who are actually hosting that show, if that makes sense. I, I mean, get that. people, people may not like do their opinion and like they, they don't want to watch the show because they don't agree with somebody's opinion. But, you know, everybody's not going to like the show. You know what I mean? There's not one show on this earth that everybody watches, you know? That somebody, is true. Every show somebody dislikes, isn't it? So, mm. it's all yeah. opinion-based, bro. That, you know, it's all opinion-based. But this is why I, that I think everybody should be, they should be entitled to their opinion, you know? And especially if you work for the BBC, such a big news organisation, you know, you're distributing news to the whole country about things that happen in the world and within the country. For something to happen within the BBC, you know, why should he, why should Gary Lineker be able to speak in it? What, just because BBC paying for match of the day, which is complete, completely different, it's football. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's madness, but, you know, it's the word for you. It's like, if there was a corporation that said, um, we are going to share no political views at all about anything, and then I would hear you because and then that's your choice and they've said that we're not sharing nothing. So workers that go on board know that, okay, this company is not going to share no views. So I know if I do that, they're going to kick me out, innit? You mm-hmm. can't you can't go through the whole world, like World Cup stuff and everything, even if we take it to um, Black Lives Matter, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. every, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like everyone's happy to share views on, on these things. But, you know, like all of it's rolled into one, do you know what I mean? So, the Ukraine thing. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean. and like, if you ask if if you ask different people, people are going to have different views. Like, I'm sure there's yeah. some people that don't like certain things being showed. Like, even players like um Tony and Zaha that don't like doing doing the uh, knee before 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 games. Do you know what I mean? So, everyone's going to have different views. But I think my thing is is that you can't pick and choose when you want to share your opinion. And I think that actually sort of like goes close to Gary Lineker's point where he's like, you know, like, cause he's talking about people that were dictators, right. And they are technically dictating what people can say. So. Mm. Yeah. No, I hear that. Or well, like, it, it always reminds me of when Ozil was trying to speak out about the, um, this guy always oh finds some way God. to bring my club it's... into this, bro. Um, I was oh. back in Ozil. It's when he was talking about how the Muslims were mistreated in China and everyone tried to shut him yeah, up. I know, I know where you're going, bro. I'm just, I'm just. I, I know, I know, I know the journey. I know the destination. I know where <laughs> you you're know the destination. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. Do you know I what? Think... Though? It's yeah, it's mm. like for me, I just think if, like, if I was playing with a player, bro, and man racially abused someone, I think he should be able to play the next game. What? Huh? Wait, what? Uh, you know, them it's, it's Do you know why? Podcast. Do you know why? <laughs> Do you know why? Because I support Liverpool. It makes sense. Allow, allow it. It makes sense. It. 
My guy Louis Suarez, bro. He just I I I he just rubbed out the whole world flipping Liverpool. That's Everton included. He just rubbed it off the map. You man can't say nothing about about Ozil, man. Can't say nothing about Ozil. I wasn't even trying to listen. However, thinking that man bought that out like a flipping trap card. Crazy. Yes, insane. Anyway, everyone, and actually, and to finish off on this point, I just think that after this sort of situation sort of unravels, that all sports individuals should sort of come to a consensus as to what is and isn't appropriate to share and make a decision. Do we talk about politics? Do we not talk about politics? In my personal opinion, I think... There is a very, very fine line between political preferences, like between parties and just general human rights. Like conversations like saying that racism isn't tolerated in our sport, I don't think is a political statement. But saying how, you know, oh, we should have this as laws and that as laws. Now, then you start going to difficult territory. But I think a consistency should just be held across all journalists and presenters and sports people like you know 100 but that's my two cents anyway everyone thank you, you know for what? listening before oh. we go the last thing i will yeah. say ever since that seven nil we're still trying to locate iffy but it'll be back soon yeah well he's he's going to hide in <laughs> people he's, he's refused to come out he's scared he might be back next season, he said, after Liverpool play United at <laughs> As soon as Man United win, watch this guy be like, oh yeah, I'm free. Yeah, he's going to... I saw Larry a picture of him on my milk bottle the other day. Oh. <laughs> he's looking yeah, peak. peak. Yeah, man. Anyway. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. We shall see you next week. You know, Peace, guys. Everyone, do your shout outs. Shout out to all you Spurs fans who get irritated when Ben tries to talk about your club. But I, hear you. I don't know why I'm irritating them. The club <laughs> should irritate them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to all the Liverpool fans out there, all the little ones who still has faith in our club. I think we could get top four. Shout out all the Arsenal fans. I don't know why you're being a like Liverpool, but okay. <laughs> Shout out all the Arsenal fans who are deluded enough to think that they'll coast their way to the league, you know? No one's I, I don't know who you're referring to, but <laughs> no one's okay, proceed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, and we shall see you next week. We'll see you next week, man. Sweet, guys. <laughs>